0: This is Water Daily for November 3rd, 2020. This week we are looking at Matthew 25, 1-13, a story Jesus told about bridesmaids and being ready for God. Today's reflection is trimming lamps. It turns out there is an art to making a flame, at least when it comes to lamps. According to Wikipedia, quote, a poorly trimmed wick creates a flame which is dim and smoky. A properly trimmed wick should come to a rounded point or should be wedge shaped. The bridesmaids, in our story, took care of that. At midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all the bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. Yesterday I shared the suggestion that the lamps in Jesus' parable may have been more like oil soaked rag torches. Perhaps that is so, But the reference to trimming suggests a more sophisticated level of lamp technology. It's not enough to have access to fire and fuel to burn. If we want our light to be strong and unwavering, we need to keep our wicks well trimmed. How does that translate for us as Christ followers engaged in God's mission to reclaim, restore, and renew all of creation? our primary means of keeping our lamps ready to burn clear and bright are spiritual practices such as those we've just explored in the way of love. These include well-known disciplines as well as rituals and patterns we develop for ourselves. The big ones include regular times of prayer and contemplation in which we seek to hear God speaking to and through us, regularly reading and chewing on scripture, regular participation in worship with the body of Christ, regular acts of giving and mercy and mission. Beyond these are disciplines such as fasting, confession, retreats, and pilgrimage that help us draw nearer to God. Note the emphasis on the word regular, the root of which gives our word rule. Like monastics, we are invited to take on a rule of life a planned and articulated series of spiritual practices we find faith strengthening and life-giving. Just as we exercise our bodies regularly, these practices make us more grounded, healthy, responsive, nimble, and strong. We all have personal rituals and routines that can also be spiritual practices for us. These might include hospitality, listening, walking, drawing, music, anything that can be woven into the rhythm of your day or week that calls you to your truest self and opens your spirit to the life of God. Do you have a rule of life? I developed one that included some time each day interacting with nature, regular walks, and writing nature poetry, as well as daily prayer, Bible study and journaling, and monthly hospitality that one, alas, is on hold for the time being. What spiritual practices do you currently engage in, formally or informally? Make a list. Are there some you've been wanting to take on and haven't gotten to? Offer that desire or intention to God in prayer and then make a plan to incorporate it into your life. Be specific about when and where and who might support you in that practice. If you don't have a spiritual director or formalized spiritual friendship with anyone, I highly recommend it. Think of this person as a personal trainer or exercise buddy for your spiritual life. Jesus always invites us to partner in ministry, and the accountability and other perspective is invaluable. Email me if you want help with this, kateheichler at waterdaily.org. All the wick trimming in the world, though, won't let the light shine if we don't have enough oil. The spiritual life is a combination of our engagement and the Holy Spirit's serendipitous presence. Tomorrow, we'll talk about what it means to have enough oil to shine for all the world to see. Because man, does this world need the light we bring.